0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you. Another great day. I am glad you're listening. As you, most of you know by now, my name is Tom Doherty, and I'm the host of Life Point. And I've been at this station, I think this is year 18, and God has certainly blessed us. I met a lovely new person that visited our church this last uh, Sunday who uh, listens to our show. It was so nice. To meet her if she's listening today it was a pleasure meeting you uh, well, actually a few Sundays ago now that you're listening to this but I am so grateful for people who listen and people will talk I have a guy in my church his name is John his wife Diane and they listen all the time and he's always telling me about some things he says I really like today's message and I always have to ask him what the message is about because usually I'm a couple weeks ahead in my messages. They're not that very day, and I don't do live shows. If I did live shows, I wouldn't be able to be on air because I don't have time to do live shows uh, with trying to keep up with everything else. It'd be fun to do that, but... I just can't, so this is what you get. But John Diane always listens, so I hope I hope this one's a good one for you today, John, if you're listening. And my friend Julie, who listens every day, Lord, Lord bless you, too. I hope this will have some impact in your life and many, many others. Growing to your potential is what I want to talk about for a moment. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, I come to you thankful, thankful for the opportunity to share with my friends Out in this world lord thank you for this radio show god i pray your blessing upon it that you would open up great doors that we would be able to minister to all the people in the treasure valley and anybody else that may hear it lord thank you and thank you for those that are on the radio those that are before me those that are after me god i pray you just use every person to help change lives because we want to be about your business oh lord I thank you, and I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's been said that our potential is God's gift to us. What we do with it is our, it's our gift to Him. But our potential is probably our greatest untapped resource. Well, we all have a lot of potential. You know, i there's things we're good at and things we're not so good at. I'm I'm not too bad at communication and 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 being nice to people. I, I like people, I like sharing with people and but when it comes to doing things like crafts or fixing something mechanical, electrical, that's isn't me or something dealing with technology like this radio. I have Andrew in here running this radio for me because he knows I'm a mess on my own. And I have Dave and, and the whole group here, thank goodness for them, or I wouldn't be on the radio because I can't think straight about this kind of thing. I can push a button. I can turn it an off, off and on. I have my little timer in front of me that gives me my countdown how much time I have left. I could handle that. But there's a lot of things I can't handle. But God has potential and things we can do. You know, uh, we, can, we can shine like stars, the Bible says in Philippians 2.15 and you know and and be be a positive resource for people in life. You know there are people there are things we can do in growing towards our potential. Sometimes we just say I can't do it and I I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of letting my wife put things together cuz I didn't even want to try. And then I really feel fulfilled when I do something right. Like I was able to to change my garage door flipper I call it and get it synced with the with the garage door and I actually we had a thing on our mirror in our car. I was able to do it. I went through YouTube and this and that. I was so proud of myself for getting something done. Used ladder even attempted, but I just give up before I start. And you know what? God has some God has some help for us. We just need to practice some principles. You know, and we need to concentrate on the main goal. Nobody ever reaches their goal unless uh, they made themselves Focus on something. If you're scattered in 50 different ways, it's going to be a hard time doing well with one. I know sometimes in our mission program, we have a really solid mission program at the church, and I'm in charge of that now. And, and But we have a lot of missions. And I think possibly if we had less missions and concentrated more on the few, we might be more Uh, successful for them but we always feel the need to help others so we end up uh, doing a whole bunch of others But that's where it takes concentration or organization. I should really have two or three people in charge of a mission and that they handle that mission so that no mission is left behind. And I'm working on that. I got a committee now, and I'm going to be meeting with them uh, hopefully next week and uh, discussing some of those ideas. But we need to concentrate on what God has for us. Concentrate on continuing to improve. You know, my father was one who, he was an athlete, and all four of us boys were athletes, but he wanted to help all of us. So what he did is I used to be a baseball pitcher. He would take me out. He built a pitching mound with a with a pitching rubber on it, and my dad used to get in a crouch, and he would catch me. He would have me go out and throw 100 pitches to him, taught me how to throw a curveball and drop ball, and he'd call them strikes and balls. And, and you know, he made it so that I had... Very, very good control. In fact, almost too much control. People knew that I would not throw a pitch to hit him, and so they weren't as scared because they knew it was going to be somewhere around the plate. But, I, man, I remember Dad was, I think, he was 55, 56 years old, and he was catching me throwing. I was probably throwing 80 miles an hour or something like that. I don't know. I didn't time it, but I was a big guy. and But uh, but Dad had us practice and he, to continually improve. He did the same thing with me hitting. He got about 20 baseballs, and he'd go pitch to me, and I would hit. Then we'd go shag the balls to bring him in. I'd hit, shag the balls, and, and he did that. And in basketball, he came out and he caught me. He made all my brothers, he came out and we would shoot hundreds and hundreds of shots. And I've told you this before. All of us boys were really good basketball shooters as far as shooters go, you know, and, and we had a lifelong free throw contest, which I was ahead for one time. I had made a hundred and one free throws in a row, but my brother Dave At age 60, went in and broke my record. He hit 104 in a row, and two weeks later, he hit 110 in a row. But I had the three-point record. I hit 28 three-pointers in a row. I think he hit 23. So I had that because Dad made us shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. And so, you know, I would shoot probably 100 shots a night, many nights, and Dad would move us back about five feet. You know, I think it's like— 20.9 20.9 or 19.9 to the three-point line, but he would have us shoot 25 footers, and just to develop our range, and it helped a ton. I mean, usually I could hit 70 percent of the those long shots because I shot them so much. But that is practice. Practice makes you better. It's too bad I wasn't better in a lot of the other games. My defense wasn't very good, and and I had short arms. So I was six two, so it's hard time playing forward, and yet. Uh, not not quick enough to play guard but but I had fun and it was always fun to be able to shoot. Now my shoulders are not the greatest so it's hard for me to shoot much anymore, but I but I just remember dad practiced and practiced and practiced with me. And that's the same way I did with my daughter with her scholastics. My daughter was she has a really has a photographic memory, amazing memory and and so before tests I would read over all the notes with her. And you know what? She had memorized the whole thing. I remember in this Mr., I can't remember his name, class in third grade she had. He was a great teacher. But he gave them a study a study sheet that had all the information in it, word for word, with uh, the things they needed to learn. It was a full page. Well, we'd go over My daughter would memorize, word for word, the whole study sheet. The whole study sheet. So she got straight A's. He said he'd never had a kid like her. But it was just, she got straight A's. She did that through school, through high school, through college. She graduated summa laude graduated number one, dietetics, because you know what? She practiced and thought and went over. And that's the same thing. In the, she went to work for Dutch Pro, and they have this, like, 250-question thing. You have to get 95% to get hired, and you have to study all the types of drinks, all the... And I knew she'd do well. Well, she got 100. They told her when she went in at that time, she was one of the few that had ever come in in the last period of time that had got 100. But she memorized things. She worked on it. She continued to improve. That's what God wants us to do in our spiritual walk, our life with Him, to continue to improve, become a little better every single day, a little better at what we do and how we learn, what we say, and then something we need to do, and a lot of people don't is forget the past. So many people, look, we've made mistakes. I have made mistakes. You have made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. And yes, we have scars that we remember those mistakes. But we need to forget the past. In fact, Jack Hayford, the very well-known pastor of the Church of the Way in Van Nuys, California, said we can gain any momentum moving toward tomorrow if we, are, we can't gain any momentum moving toward tomorrow if we keep dragging our past behind us. You know what, folks? Maybe you've made a lot of mistakes in your life. Maybe you had a very difficult past that you are ashamed of your past. Move beyond that. God has forgiven that. I am glad we serve a God of forgiveness. Stop holding on to the past. Look to the future. Look to what God has for you today. Focus on the future. You can become better tomorrow than you are today. But it's a choice you have to make. Growing up, I always told my daughter, I said, honey, life is a choice. It's a choice of who you run with. It's a choice of the decisions you make. And I tell her that today. She just had her 30th birthday. And she's doing fantastic. Has an amazing diet. She's a licensed dietitian. She has an amazing job. She had an amazing job before this one. Now she has another amazing job. God continues to open doors. But what I'm most proud of, is she has continued to grow in her walk with God. Her and her husband, Tyler, they grow in their walk with God. They're faithful to the house of God. They're faithful to the things of God. I could not be more proud of her. But I know down the line there's times you might make some kind of mistake. You might make some error. Don't let it get you down. Move past it and be everything God's called you to be. If you're struggling with anything today, I pray you give it to God. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. We give our issues to you. We ask that you would help us to forget the past and move towards the future and allow you to be number one in our life every single day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to